A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. There's a lot of discussion about what the, the new world order will be. We will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. In the new world order. Individual carbon footprint tracker. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing, it changes you. We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under the skin. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. one, one. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's almost time for the great culling to begin. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. This is Connect Those Dots. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. Welcome to another episode here of this humble little podcast, Connect Those Dots. And I am your humble little host, Joe Wakili. So let's just jump right into it. This episode, we're going to be talking about the trees that burned in Canada and that created a neon orange mist all throughout the tri-state area. And Northeast America. Yeah, the trees burned in Canada and created an orange mist. That's what happens because, yeah, when wood burns, orange neon glowing particulates consume the land uh, thousands of miles away. That's what happens. When trees burn in Canada, New Jersey, and New York, start to glow orange. That's just how, that's just how it works. It's science, guys. Science. I'll give you a firsthand eyewitness account of what I experienced with this whole situation, okay? I'm in New Jersey. Jersey. And um I'll give you a whole timeline. So the, these fires supposedly happened in Canada Sunday and Monday and maybe a little bit Tuesday. It's it's you get conflicting reports all over the place. You know, I was hearing that there was fires in Jersey. I was hearing that there was fires in California. I was hearing that there was fires in Middle America. You never get a, a real straight answer. You never get anything that's concrete. All over the place, hearsay, this, that, and the other thing. But I'll give you my personal experience. On Tuesday. Of last week. It was a clear day. Normal. No big deal. A little foggy. But around 11 a.m. Is when the sky began to get brown. Right? Brown. You start to see this brown color envelop the sky. And then the brown mist and fog starts to accumulate on the ground level and it starts to swell and get even thicker and thicker now it's about noon 
And now I start to see this orange color permeate within this fog. First, it was brownish gray. Now it's starting to become this, this weird neon glowing orange. So it, it starts at about noon and then goes into the 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock hour, sort of just staying. And then by 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, it's, it's starting to dissipate and it's starting to thin out. And so I was like, wow, that was weird. Everybody that I interacted with on that day was like, wow, this is weird. I never experienced this before. Well, I guess it's those fires in Canada. And, you know, me sitting here being the, the, the guy that I am, I'm thinking it's weird. I'm thinking that there, there's definitely something more to this than just fires in Canada. But later in the day, later in the night on that Tuesday, started to dissipate the the smoky, plasticky, chemically smell because it wasn't just a smoky smell. There was something artificial there as well. And everybody I talked to noticed it as well. The smell starts to dissipate. The air starts to look clear. It looks like we've gotten over this hump. Then the following day, Wednesday, I wake up. It's nice. It's clear outside. I don't smell anything. All good. All good in the hood. We're moving forward. Don't have to worry about this smoke anymore. I get to my job at around 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. And it's clear. All good. Then I go working in the back for about an hour, hour and a half. And it's 11, 11.30, and I look outside, and there it is again. The neon orange smoke starting to thicken up, starting to get everywhere. You walk outside, your eyes need to adjust because it's, it's like you put an Instagram filter on everything. It, it's like it's like the new Blade Runner where like everything's orange. He walks around like in the daytime and literally like everything is just orange. There's just an orange filter on everything. You can't see anything in front of you. There's just orange mist everywhere. It was literally like the new Blade Runner. And it's getting worse. So by noon, one o'clock, it's it is it is orange, man. Like orange. Donald Trump orange. It might be Donald Trump's fault why it was so orange, too, by the way. No, I'm kidding. But it was orange out there. And you walk outside, and you can see the particulates. You can see them you know, floating. Floating all over the place. And it just looks weird. It looks strange. It looks jarring. And they want to tell you it was because of fires that happened in Canada on Sunday or Monday. And you just need to accept it and you need to not ask any questions and you need not to go into any sort of inquiry about this and just shut up and accept what we tell you. That's basically what happened. That's basically what's happening on all the media. But I'm giving you my personal experience why on tuesday did we experience it at noon into into three o'clock like around 11 a.m into 3 p.m and then it went away and then the next day i wake up it's all gone and then again at the same exact time around noon to 3 p.m 
it got even crazier. It was even thicker and more orange and more ominous than the previous day. So you mean to tell me that's just because of trees burning in Canada? Thousands of miles away from me? And I'm feeling it here in New Jersey? And New York? But meanwhile, I talk to people in Pennsylvania. They're not feeling anything. I talked to people that were driving in Connecticut. And they're... They were like, I was just driving in Connecticut, bro. I drove in here to New Jersey, and there's smoke and green, orange mist everywhere. Do you guys get this a lot? No, dude, I never saw this in my life. There's been a lots of forest fires in Canada, who God knows where else. I've never seen orange mist permeate one day, go away, and then the following day, return even more aggressively, and then go away again. And glow orange. Like, glow. I'm telling you, glow. You've seen the pictures. We're, we're going to see more pictures moving forward. But you've seen it. I experienced it. I was standing there ground level, seeing it all. And it was freaky to me. And all I can think about the entire time wasn't forest fires, wasn't climate change. It was stratospheric aerosol injection. And you know what that is. I talk about it on Connect Those Dots all the time. If you want to go and listen to some of my climate change episodes over on Spotify, you can go and look into those as well. But I'll, I'll tell you about stratospheric aerosol injection. It's what is commonly known as chemtrails, but the word chemtrail has a bit of a negative connotation to it. Oh, you believe in chemtrails? You think they're spraying stuff in the sky? Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, right? The whole song and dance, yada, yada, heard it all. Oh, so boring. These damn NPCs all the time. But it's not a conspiracy theory, obviously, as it always is not a conspiracy theory. It is a conspiracy. So I got the CIA director. I'll play you the clip. I, I mean, I played it a million times, but I'll play it again here. Here he is bragging about stratospheric aerosol injection and geoengineering and weather manipulation. So here you go. This is John Brennan, CIA director at the Council of Foreign Relations, CFR, which is essentially like a World Economic Forum, Trilateral Commission, Global Governance Meeting Hobnob Ask His Fest. And this is from, I think, like 2014. So he said this in 2014, bragging about their ability to geoengineer and manipulate the weather with chemicals that they shoot into the stratosphere. Another example is the array of technologies, often referred to collectively as geoengineering, that potentially could help reverse the warming effects of global climate change. Mm. One that has gained... So we're, we're going to geoengineer and we're going to change the climate to reverse the climate change. We're going to... Do you hear this gaslighting immediately? So climate change is going to destroy the world. So we're going to con we're going to change the climate even more. We're going to contribute to the change of the climate even more to reverse climate change. Bruh. But you can't have an air condition. You can't have hot water. You can't eat meat. You need to eat the bugs because of climate change. But they can fly around and shoot shit into the sky as much as they want. My personal attention is stratospheric aerosol injection or SAI, 
a method of seeding the stratosphere with particles that can help reflect the sun's heat in much the same way that volcanic eruptions do. See, what he says right here is, is so, it's such a dot connecting moment for me. He's talking about particulates in the air that can reflect the sun's rays like volcanic eruptions. What did I just get finished talking about? Particulates in the air that you could see with your own eyes on the ground level obstructing the sun's rays, creating this orange mist. And I don't know what the orange mist is. The official explanation was that the fire in Canada was reflecting off of the sky and then creating the orange mist also reflecting in the smoke particulates. Bruh, I don't know. That sounds like what? I mean, like, really, seriously, like, huh? Excuse me? Doesn't sound, doesn't add up to me. What makes a little bit more sense, if I don't want to get too conspiratorial, this is the second option. I'll give you my third after. But this is the second option where... The sunlight, I don't know how this works, but the sunlight might be getting captured in those particulates in the air, making it seem like, the, the, like there's this orange mist that's permeating all around you. But the third thing that I'm thinking about is, you just heard the man himself say it, that there's stratospheric aerosol injection. They shoot shit into the stratosphere all the time, and they brag about it. So God knows what else they're spraying all over the place. Now, they could easily use this fire as a cover, as a smoke screen, no pun intended, but tell you, oh, it's because of the fires. Oh, there's fires in Canada. Oh, some trees burned in Canada. That's why you're seeing orange mist. And... Most of the normies will just leave it at that because they'll just be like, oh, science, trust the science. Got it. Mm -mm -mm. Moving on. Where's my next vaccine? Let me wear my mask. But what it sounds like to me is that they're using this disaster. I'm not saying trees didn't burn down. I know the trees burnt down. But to sort of judo jujitsu move this crisis remember never let a good crisis go to waste they can use that as the cover to do more nefarious things whether it be spraying stuff on the ground level spraying stuff into the stratosphere spraying a new chemical that creates this weird orange phenomenon but then telling you oh it's burning trees so god knows what's going on with this all I'm doing is asking questions and then showing you the people actually admitting what they're up to. Let me just, let's continue to just hear this Brennan clip because it's very eye-opening. An SAI program could limit global temperature increases, reducing some risks associated with higher temperatures and providing the world economy additional time to transition from fossil fuels. He was saying this in 2014, man. They wanted you to get off fossil. They can fly around on jets and spray stuff into the stratosphere all they want, but they don't want you to use fossil fuels. Whenever he says transition from fossil fuels, he means you transition. Not him, not his buddies, not all these people at the CFR licking each other's booties clean. 
No, you do not have fossil fuels. They can brag about spraying stuff into the stratosphere, but you can't have an air condition. You can't have a car. You can't eat meat. You can't have a gas stove. You can't have hot water in your in your shower. So these seeds, these agendas, this climate, green new deal, green energy, tire tyranny, tyrannical plot has been going on forever. But now it's exposed. Now we know about it. But here is the man, the CIA director, ex-CIA director, full-time liberal, full-time woke Marxist activist, John Brennan, who hates you, bragging about spraying stuff in the air and taking away your fossil fuels, your your fossil fuels, your, your, just your energy that you we all need to live and go about our daily lives. Unreal. Unreal stuff. I'll try not to stop it. This is also relatively inexpensive. The National Research Council estimates that a fully deployed SAI program would cost about $10 billion yearly. Ooh, As nice. promising as it may be, moving well, forward on SAI would also raise a number of challenges for our government and for the international community. On the technical side, greenhouse gas emission reductions would still have to accompany SAI to address other climate change effects such as ocean acidification, because SAI alone would not remove greenhouse gases from the atmosphere. On the geopolitical side... So he's talking about how they, they have no idea what these chemicals are going to do. They have no idea the long-term effects of this. I was actually telling some little liberal what this is, this exactly thing that's happening, because she was telling me that chemtrails are conspiracy theory. I showed her this video... And then she's like, oh, well, maybe we do uh, need some climate uh, helping. You don't know what it's going to do to the climate. But you just told me it was a conspiracy theory that, is, that it doesn't exist. So that's always the cycle. It doesn't exist. You're a conspiracy theorist. You show them the proof. Oh, it does exist. Oh, but it's good. We need it. But he hear him say that this, this might create a geopolitical struggle. The technology's potential to alter weather patterns and benefit certain regions of the world at the expense of other regions could trigger sharp opposition by some nations. Others might seize on SAI's benefits and back away from their commitment to carbon dioxide reductions. And as with other breakthrough technologies, global norms and standards are lacking to guide the deployment and implementation of SAI and other geoengineering initiatives. All right, that's enough. That's enough. So you get it. Just telling you straight up, that's the CIA director. 2014 telling you we're going to facilitate weather conditions it might create problems some people might not like it we don't care because we're liberal and we want to save the world we need to create new adjustments and new social norms to get you used to this the climate is changing but we're going to do something about it we're going to change the climate even even further but we're going to save it though by flying around in our jets and spraying stuff into the stratosphere we have no idea the long-term effects of these chemicals we have no idea the runoff that they might create and when they drop down to the ground level what's going to happen you breathing it in what it does to your respiratory system what it does to you as as a person personally but they can do it all they want because they're good because they just say, we are the new world order. We are going to enslave humanity. We are the good liberals. And I mean, like, really, it's just it's just unreal. But back to the subject at hand with the whole trees burning up in the, in the, the orange mist. I just wanted to give you a little bit of context 
with the geoengineering side of this, show you where my head is at. But of course, never let a good crisis go to waste, right? So this is just going to be par for the course. You, you should have expected this the moment it happened. Every single mainstream fake news outlet out there is using the climate change scapegoat for this, and they are using this to forward their agendas. Climate change grabs New York by the throat. Climate change got you by the throat. Oh, the climate change. Where is it? Oh, where is it? Oh, my God. It's going to pop out of the garbage can and grab me by the throat. Oh. Smog hampered my life in Asia, and now it's followed me to America. But oh my God, in Asia, they can do all the factories that they want. They can do all the pollution that they want. They don't need a Green New Deal. They don't need a green agenda. China, Asia, India, they can have the hor most horrible pollution and factory system and most unclean systems you can imagine for their manufacturing and their industry, but they don't need no Green New Deal. They don't need to... to put up with the climate activists. We only need to deal with it here, you know, in America and in the UK and Australia and Canada. We have to submit to it. But Asia's good. Asia's good. They don't need a Green New Deal. They can have the slave factories. They can have all of the disgusting business practices that they want. But I'm getting on a tangent here. Yeah, this is The Economist. So there's their there's their picture. And that's literally what it looked like. I mean, that's that's what it looked like. Obviously, they're trying to scare you in this picture, scare you that it's the boogeyman of climate change. But regardless of what it is, you are seeing neon orange smoke, Blade Runner style permeating your your your, your area, your location. And now let's make it political. The Republican presidential candidates stand on climate change. While many acknowledge that climate change is real, the largely they largely downplay the issue and reject policies that would slow. What are the policies? Turning off your air condition, making you eat the bugs, outlawing meat, taking away your cars, taking away your gas stoves, giving you a carbon credit score, individual carbon footprint tracker, individual carbon footprint tracker, taking away your hot water heater. Having you be looked at and monitored 24-7, having surveillance under your skin. Surveillance under the skin. That's the that's the the policies right there that they're talking about. And oh my god, oh it's orange. Oh, you see, it's orange. So scary, it's so scary. Now give up all your rights. Give us all your rights because we 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 put orange smoke into the sky. That's the New York Times, the Toilet Paper Times. How Canada's wildfires and air quality warnings are connected to climate change, always ABC News. The heat in Canada and changing climate contribute to the fires and air pollution. I'm going to show you how these fires erupted, but just, just a few more mainstream media, fake news, panic propaganda headlines, just to make sure you're you're full of propaganda. <laughs> you understand the true magnitude of the propaganda at play here and what its aim is. But again, I mean, like, 
if you guys are so concerned about climate change, why do you say nothing about China? Why do you say nothing about India? Which are the most polluted countries because of their industry. It's because these people don't care about climate. They don't care about the environment. All they care about is controlling you. But we're going to, we got more, I'm getting ahead of myself. Wildfires and progressive climate change deniers. So the, every wildfire ever, every fire, every arsonist, just blame it on climate change. Did, did climate change compel the arsonists uh, during the whole California wildfires? The arsonists that were caught, that were captured, that were caught on video lighting the forests on fire and then Gavin Newsom comes out and is like, we need to do something about climate change. Dude, it was arsonists. We saw them. Was it climate change that whispered in their ear and was like, you need to burn down this forest, buddy? Is climate change a demonic spirit that can control the minds of people to burn stuff down, to throw tomato soup at beautiful art pieces, to put black ink into timeless fountains? To duct tape yourself to the street so nobody can drive? Is that what is climate change causing that? Obviously not. It's a bunch of freakazoid Antifa types. I don't know what I don't know who's giving them their marching orders. I don't know who's controlling them. I don't know who's pulling their puppet strings. Hey, but hey, Gavin Newsom, when you said it was climate change that caused those forest fires, it wasn't, buddy. And you filmed this video lying to everybody with your creepy-ass psychotic face that gives everybody the heebie-jeebies. You look like Christian Bale in American Psycho, bro. You're a freak. And we know it was arsonists that caused these fires. But... Don't let a good crisis go to waste. We just made this good-ass crisis. We can't let it go to waste. We need to blame it on the boogeyman of climate change. We need to take away the people's rights. We need to have an individual carbon footprint tracker. Individual carbon footprint tracker. This is a Amnesty International global health risk from wildfire smog in North America. A shocking indictment. Of failures over climate change. Yes, if you would have just gave away all of your rights, if you would have just stopped driving your car, if you would just stop eating meat, if we would just kill all the cows, if we would just stop having farms, if you would just eat the bugs and the, the disgusting bugs, if you would just take this carbon microchip in your brain, then there wouldn't be any fires, you bigots, you climate deniers. If you would just do what we told you, if we would just submit, then you wouldn't have to deal with this, you climate deniers. It's all your fault, all your fault, blaming you, 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 you. You're the problem. But don't worry, y'all. NBC News has your back. NBC News, the mainstream media news company that told you to take an experimental injection and that you may have had an adverse reaction to the same people that told you to wear masks because of uh, COVIDs, the same people that uh, are telling you it's gender affirming care to chop a little boy's penis off and chop a little girl's breasts off, uh, the same people that um, tell you 
borders should not exist and uh, illegal immigration is the way of America. Now they're going to tell you how to uh, prepare for the climate change <laughs> smoke, the climate change neon orange smoke that it's all your fault is happening to you. Millions of Americans are at risk as smoke wildfires in Canada are drifting into parts of the East Coast, including New York City. This is what we need to know. How to protect yourself when the air quality gets bad. Wear a mask outside. Yeah, you know that stupid face diaper that you told that we told you to wear and that we you know it doesn't work anymore and that it's proven that it doesn't work? Now we need a new excuse for you to put this disgusting face diaper on your face. And dude, if you want to wear a mask, if you want to wear like a legitimate gas mask with filters, with the proper equipment on the mask, I understand that. Go for it. I don't know what the hell these spores are. I don't know what the hell these particles are in the atmosphere. I don't know what the hell they're spraying in there, John Brennan and his boys. I don't know what the hell this orange mist is. If you want to wear a gas mask, go for it. But it's always this placebo, like, oh, yes, I got my blankie. My blankie will keep me safe. My masky poo will keep me safe. Nothing can stop me now that I'm wearing my masky poo. It's this weird, like, arrested development childhood, like, patronizing infantilizing, making you a little baby that you need to cuddle up with your little masky poo to protect you from everything. How to avoid muggers on the street. Wear your mask. How to avoid... How to avoid getting hit by lightning. Wear a mask. How to avoid getting hit by a truck. Wear a mask. I mean, it's just everything. The, always, the answer is always wear a mask. But we know it's detrimental to your health. Then it says, don't dust. Like, don't dust your apartment. Okay, whatever. Don't mow the lawn. Get out of there. Don't mow your lawn. Keep pets indoors. Stay indoors <laughs> with doors and windows closed. Indoor air filters can help. Oh, they want you to have an air filter, but they don't want you to have air condition. How do you think I'm going to filter my air, dummy, with electricity and the fossil fuels that you hate so much? My air filter needs electricity to work. But they tell you, you don't need to have electricity because electricity and fossil fuels and coal power plants are destroying the earth. Do you see the backwards mentality here? I mean, I try not to get hot under the collar, but it, my goodness, man, my goodness. Burning candles and using a gas stove worsen the quality. So don't you dare use that gas stove, boy. They just always find a way to throw in their propaganda, throw in their controls. Obviously, okay, always make it political like they did here with the progressive climate deniers and the GOP, the Republican presidential candidates stand on climate change. They're climate deniers. It's all just Democrat Party propaganda. Everything. Everything, everything is Democrat Party propaganda, which is New World Order propaganda because the New World Order sits there and masquerades as Democrats. Everything from the LGBTQ Pride Month to the Black Lives Matter 
propaganda, to the stand with Ukraine propaganda, to the climate change propaganda, to the wear your mask, get a vax propaganda. It's all Democrat Party propaganda. It's all political activism. It's all just a blanket message for you to support the Democrat Party, no matter what it is. None of it has anything to do. They don't care about gay people. They don't care about black people. They don't care about Ukraine. They don't care about the climate. They don't care about if you're sick or if you're dying. They killed you with the COVID and killed you with the vaccines. They don't care about any of it. They just all use it as a Hegelian dialectic, never let a good crisis go to waste, give you the crisis, offer the solution, employer controls that you offer as a solution. That's all it is every single time with all of these things. But right now, let's get to something that's actually some objective knowledge. Infowars, Gregory's report. He's breaking down what happened with these fires. And we're going to break down his breakdown. God bless Gregory's, God bless Infowars. During the biggest fire catastrophe in Canadian history, on June 2nd, there were over 100 forest fires in Quebec, with 10 of them out of control. The province's fire prevention agency says it only has the ability to fight 30 fires. This massive outbreak of fires was captured by longtime geological watchdog YouTube channel, Dutch Sensei. Here's last night. Here's today. All of Southeast Quebec just caught on fire, guys. All Look of at that. Insane. Look at Insane. them all at the same time. And they're trying to tell you that's climate change. All at the same time. The sun is hot. That's why. That's why. Now wear your mask. Look at that. The whole thing. All at once. Michael Janich of the Dutch Sensei channel has been monitoring earthquakes and other geological activity for years, successfully predicting earthquakes and issuing warnings when the USGS won't. Janich has often reported on fires that break out along the edge of the plate craton, or fires that break out around volcanoes. All the way across central Mexico from over here, following all the way across over to here, all fires, all at once, all yesterday, not normal. We don't normally see this. So that being said, I want to just show you what's there. And we'll... That's so funny because all they're talking to you about is the Canadian fires. They're not mentioning the Mexico fires. They're not mentioning the fires that were actually here in New Jersey. God knows where else the fires are taking place as well. But it's just Canada, 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 the Canada fires, Canada fires, Canada fires. There's something to that, too. Why do we not need to know about the other fires? It's just 
It is a fishy situation, y'all. I'm not telling you I got all the answers, but you got to understand that there is some nefarious weirdness afoot. Let's get back to this report. Let's go zoom in from over here all the way across to here. Let's just zoom in in the middle. Well, we could start over on the left side or in the middle. You'll see a bunch of little dots on the ground. As I zoom in, you'll see they're changed from dots to actual volcanoes. These are all volcanoes. Every single one of these, the big ones and the small ones. And he's captured images of what appears to be directed energy weapons sparking California wildfires in 2020. But the fires from last week were not along the edge of the Craton or near a volcano, as far as we know. Directed energy weapons exist, okay? Don't let your eyebrow rise and say, well, directed energy weapons, they exist, it's real. I mean, dude, that's like, that's like easy. It's a laser. A laser is easy. You, you can, did you ever magnifying glass ants and use the sunlight to magnifying, to create a laser where you're magnifying glass? That's a directed energy weapon, dude. So they exist. Don't rise your eyebrow when you hear directed energy weapon. Or near a volcano. As far as we know, the only other explanations would be that it was man-made and there was no sign of a directed energy weapon. It's not just a Canadian forest fire problem anymore. I'm gonna have to say it, guys. It looks like you got a problem going on up there that might be related to, I don't know. What do you think? You think that these fires might be related to, I don't know. What do you think? Terrorism? Directed energy weapon? War? The Russians? Chinese? What? Our, ourselves? All the above? Wouldn't that be? This level? You're going to burn out everybody? You're going to burn out all the na natural wildlife and everything? Come on, man. Even if you're an anarchist or something, come on, guys. Look, dude, I don't see you burning down the Federal Reserve. Not that you want to. I'm not telling you to. I didn't say that. There was evidence of arson in the American West Coast wildfires. And U.S. climate czar John Kerry just called out for his instinct rebellion mob to be more militant. We have to fight on multiple fronts simultaneously. This is the biggest organizational effort that I think we have faced, um, certainly since World War II. They need to fight and be militant. This reminds me of the quote that uh, Prince Charles said before he was King Charles, when he was Prince Charles. He said, we need a vast military campaign to employ our regulations against climate change. We need a vast military campaign. Here we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector. And you know what that reminds me of? The Green Police commercial that they played, I, I, don't, I think it was like 2016. And it's this funny little commercial I think it's like an Audi commercial about a guy's got his hot tub on too high. A guy's using his gas stove. Um, a guy, uh, what have you, a guy's using air conditioning. And then the green police kick his door down and, and apprehend him and, and put him in the, the green jail. Okay, so it's 3708, okay. uh, paper plastic. Plastic. That's the magic word. What? Green police. <laughs> you picked the wrong day to mess with the ecosystem, plastic boy. Oh, Did you install these bulbs? Yeah. Tragedy strikes tonight where a man has just been arrested for possession of an incandescent light bulb. What do you guys think about plastic bottles now? The water setting is at 105. Yeah. Yeah. 
got a TDI here? Clean diesel. You're good to go, sir. Good afternoon, officers. Hey, do those styrofoam cups you're drinking from? Yeah. Please step out of the car and put them on the hood. So b- between what Kerry is saying, what Charles said, and what the Green Police commercial said, we're, we're connecting some dots here. I just look at John Kerry. Look at him. This dude looks like a corpse. And he, he's looked like a corpse for years. How how is this guy? How are you going to trust anything that this guy says? He looks like if you unwrapped a mummy at the bottom of an Egyptian tomb, and then you, you you painted their face with like some tan paint to make them look like you spray tanned the dead carcass of the mummy. And this is the guy that's telling you he's going to run your life and be more militant to take away your natural resources. While he flies around day after day and they spray stuff in the air. This is the stuff, this is the hypocrisy that kills me. This is the God complex that kills me. This is the hubris, the ego. They think they're better than you. They think they're smarter than the than you. They think you're stupid and you're not going to ask questions and you're not going to give them any criticism or any feedback. They just say something and you accept it cuz you're stupid. That's what they think of you. That's what John Kerry thinks of you. This ghoul. But perhaps ever. We got to push more. We got to be more militant, maybe. Just like California and Australia, these fires will be blamed on cow farts and human civilization. The captured government of Canada is telling the people to stay out of the woods. They are ignoring volunteer firemen and asking Trudeau for the military and foreign workers to rebuild. The New World Order needs an excuse to lock us down one more time. And this could be it. Burning people out of their homes is an old tactic used for stealing their land. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. So that's the Greg Reese report right there. As as epic as always, as informative as always. Um, And he's just telling you straight up, the point he makes at the end right there is probably the most important point of this entire podcast. Why are they doing this? If if they are doing this, why? Why would they? To create the crisis. We talked about it all last week with the cyber attack episode. They can't control you. They can't employ controls. They can't give you a solution if there's not a problem first. So to round you up, to displace you out of your home, to quarantine you, to instill fear in you, they could just gas you out. They could just gas us out. And I feel that's what we experienced. That's what I experienced here in New Jersey on Tuesday and Wednesday when I was seeing neon orange smoke permeating my ground level existence and people were trying to explain it away and tell me that it was some burning wood 
in Canada. So I don't know what it is. I know the wood burned in Canada. I know the fires happened. We saw them. We don't know what caused the burning wood. We don't know what caused all those fires in Canada. They want to tell you climate change, the boogeyman of climate change. But we know arsonists have been in the past associated with burning down forests. And then they use the boogeyman of climate change to explain it away when we already have the evidence that there were arsonists. So I think we're dealing with the same thing here. I think the trees burned down. I know that there was a fire. I don't think that it was climate change. I think that there was some personal man-made involvement. And I do not think that the orange mist that I saw and that everybody saw was just solely due to burning wood. That's it. I don't know exactly what it is. But I've laid out all the points of inquiry for you. We've connected dots here. We talked about John Brennan and his SAI. We talked about the mainstream media and how they always want to scare you and they always want to control you. I showed you John Kerry and Prince Charles and the Green Police. I showed you that they want an individual carbon footprint tracker. This is all just different things, just different dominoes falling on the way to their ultimate goal of just tracking you and controlling you and having you living in a, a perpetual state of fear. Don't fear. These people are clowns. These people are goofballs. It's it's goofy. It's silly. You know what it reminds me of? It reminded me of the, the Spider-Man PlayStation 1 game where Dr. Octopus, literally Dr. Octopus, literally sounds like Klaus Schwab in this video game, and he releases orange mist into New York City, and everybody's walking around in the orange mist. How funny is that? Phase one completed. Let us begin phase two. <laughs> yeah. It's begin. <laughs> you know, there you go. That's just where my brain goes. I just wanted to share with you my thoughts on it. I don't have any concrete, definitive answers for you with this, but the speculation is real because we know for a fact the official story that all of those fake news media organizations that I just showed you want to tell you, we know that it's bullshit. But this is how we get to the truth. By questioning. So, God bless Dot Connectors. Peace out. Wear your masky poo. Never stop connecting those dots.